Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, you'll have a taste treat of seven of our guests from early 2020, just before the pandemic so radically changed so much of our lives. I went through the first 10 weeks of the year and found songs that had a common thread to the others, unknown to me when I was in the midst of it. You know the classical elements, earth, air, water, and fire. And we can add some others, like wood, hills, sand, and more. And that's what we'll do today. Seven great Song of the Soul guests from a couple years ago, bringing you the essential elements of life, back before Zoom, masks, and disinfectant became our most important components. We'll start off with a visit with Dean Stevens, getting reacquainted with Dean, including his musical connection with Randy Sabine and Dean's guitars. Get ready for multiple musical riches with lots of different artists. Here's Dean Stevens. He went to live in Eau Claire, and that's when I sort of got some contacts there. I played at the university a number of times, connected with the Spanish department there. And at that time, they had a wonderful program with Central American students. I enjoyed being part of that and being with those students when I was there playing shows at the university and at other places in town. They used to do shows at the Unitarian Church did shows at a cafe that whose name doesn't I can't remember the breadline the breadline thank you that's good so you know I I used to go take two trips out to the midwest every year and that was a regular stop and you have other connections I think to Eau Claire as well right well yes as a matter of fact Gordy Bischoff is a wonderful luthier and friend and he built me a guitar I sing his praises in one of my songs I got to know Gordy actually through his wife, Alice. I met Alice in 1986, a national Quaker gathering, folk dancing, which she was into. Of course, she's into music as well. Well, please say hello to those two when you see them again. You bet I will. I need to get out there again sometime soon. So it sounds like there's a road trip in your future. How about sharing some music with us today? Why don't we start with that song called Wooden Strings that is a tribute to Luthiers, since we already mentioned it. And it's the first song on a record that I did exactly 10 years ago, in 2009. The record is called At Last, and the song is called Wood and Strings. Go right into it. Wood and Strings by Dean Stevens. I am in love with the grain in the wood in the trees rooted in the ground that got cut down some time ago so this guitar might sound i am amazed by the patient grace of the cut measure grind polish sand that has patiently undressed the wood's secret magic How the luthier's skillful hand I'm blown away 
by the alchemy of steel wrapped in bronze with wood cut from trees they intertwine to find such mystery are they combined to bring a sound that rings around my mind and teaches me to reach deep into my soul from wood and strings come sounds they fly they are rooted in the ground voices ring Near and far, we can sing with the strength of strings on the guitar, with the strength of the strings on the guitar, the strings on the guitar. I've come to know that there's a fountain there that flows. It always flows But I can't get used to the way that it leads me on And beckons to follow on down that balder path I never question, never ask I'll go, I'll just go I love to run my hands across your strings I love to fly with each new set of wings that you will give me I will be ready to go I stand in wonderment Oh, tell me why did I deserve a gift To lift me up so high So high from wood and strings Come sounds, they fly they are rooted in the ground, voices ring Near and far, we can sing with the strength Of strings on the guitar With the strength of the strings on the guitar The strings on the guitar Fine instruments You ply your trade And no one but the players Know your name So I will praise you here The hours you've slaved away So I could get up here and play And try to find the words to say I am indebted to you Thank you, George Loudon Thank you, John Larivet Gordy Bischoff, C.F. Martin, I am thanking you every day. Thank you, Rosewood, thank you, Cedar, Mahogany, Ebony, Bronze and Steel. Thank you, Trees, oh, thank you, Metals, thank you, Hands that made this real. Thank you, Hands that made is real and may I never take you for granted may I your sweet mysteries know may I see that the seeds are planted may your seedlings forest grow may your seedlings rain forest grow from wood and strings 
welcome sounds They fly, they are rooted in the ground Voices ring near and far We can sing with the strength of strings on the guitar With the strength of the strings on the guitar The strings on the guitar sweet homage to the luthiers, to the people behind the musicians on stage, including our very own local here in Eau Claire, Gordy Bischoff, and four other luthiers I think I heard in that song. So does that mean you have at least five guitars? Oh, you don't want to know, to know how many guitars I have. I've lately become pretty enchanted with really cheap guitars. <laughs> I buy used guitars for between 50 and 100 dollars and occasionally i find one that i really like and that matches well with my playing brands like alvarez or uh, yamaha and i accumulate them and some of them end up in el salvador i take them and, and donate them to different players i know in villages those have in my playing kind of trumped out the expensive ones that fancy luthier has built for me <laughs> That was just a small part of my Song of the Soul interview with Dean Stevens a couple months before the pandemic hit us, and we have a link to the full interview with Dean on northernspiritradio.org. I count wood as one of the essential elements we're featuring today in the next interview with Claudia Schmidt and Sally Rogers from January 11, 2020, combines two essential elements. Here's a small portion of my pre-COVID visit with Claudia Schmidt and Sally Rogers, this one portion mainly with Claudia. Claudia, do you remember in Rise Up Singing and Rise Again, which of your songs are in there? I think it's Quiet Hills in there. I think so, in the new one. I think Quiet Hills is in the new one. And I did have one. Was it Coming Home to You, I think, that was in, in Rise Up Singing? So I think those were the two. Did you write Spoon River, or did I just hear you perform it? No, you heard me perform it. Michael Smith wrote Spoon River. Okay. Because I had learned it through you, I had always associated it with you. I just got to sing it with him uh, in early November. We were at a teaching, a songwriting weekend in northern Michigan, and Ann Hills was there too. And the three of us got to do Spoon River with Ann and me kind of trading verses and harmonizing with Michael. It was really wonderful. Oh, that sounds excellent. Ann Hills is another one of my favorites. And I actually have it on my list to get hold of Michael Smith, interview him. Well, speaking of hills, we should probably do Quiet Hills since you just mentioned, you know, Claudia's song Quiet Hills is in Rise Again. Right. I'd love to share Quiet Hills. It is so beautiful, so inspirational. Uh, Which hills is it about, Claudia? Originally, it was written when I was at a weekend retreat at the Rowe Conference Center in the Berkshires. It was a, a weekend called Singing the Joys and Sorrows of Humanity. And I was on staff with Richie Havens and Peter Rowan and about... 50, 60 people showed up and they could anybody could just go with any one of us at a given time and then we would all come together for meals. And I was just so inspired by the weekend, I ended up writing two songs that weekend and this being one of them. But it's just come to be metaphorical, of course, as songs that last do. 
And I think it's a song much needed this time. A lot of people, I think, are experiencing darkness of various sorts, specifically on the political level. They're probably experiencing a lot of darkness and fear. What you say in the song, Claudia, reaches so much to the center of my soul. I thank you for that. And so I'm going to let everybody else listen to that instead of to my voice. Here is Quiet Hills by Claudia Schmidt from back in 1994. listeners for Song of the Soul carry that song forward with them in their lives as they experience trouble and that they know which hills to reach for 
One of the things that's usually true for Song of the Soul is I interview a single person, typically. It's not two people. Uh, The two of you have been performing together for decades now, and I've experienced you on stage with a special closeness and synergy. And it's not just that you're a band performing together, but I, I feel like when I hear songs like Quetico, where you're singing together, it feels like your souls are interweaving. Could you Tell me, pro or con, why it makes sense to have your Song of the Soul together here, as I've chosen to do today. Yeah. I mean, I'll speak to that. There has been, from the time Sally and I first met and started singing together, I I think there has been that synergy in a way of hearing each other. Our voices are very different when we sing apart from each other. But when we sing together, we've always had this blend, this incredible blend. A a friend of ours came up after a concert a while back and she had tears in her eyes and she just said, blood harmony. That was blood (laughs) harmony. Yeah, sometimes sometimes people have a hard time, including myself actually, hearing who's doing which part. Yeah, you know, it's it's uncanny and it's just sort of always been there. And even if we haven't seen each other for the better part of a year and we come together to cram for a concert, we're able just to get right to that spot without pause. Um, It's always available. And I think underneath that is this appreciation and love for each other. I remember years ago, we were at one of those string along weekends outside of Milwaukee. We were on staff and we did a concert and it was a guy who came up after our concert and said, you know, I love the music you make together, but even more than that, I love the example you set with your friendship. We'll cut away from that January 2020 visit with Claudia Schmidt and also Sally Rogers, and the essential elements that Claudia served up were quiet and hills. Links to the full program are on the northernspiritradio.org website, so you can have the full context. We're grabbing excerpts from pre-pandemic Song of the Soul programs, sharing up songs that highlight essential elements. And our next guest, still in January 2020, is Cecilia Elhuri, and she'll be bringing the wind, El Viento. Here's part of my talk with Elhuri. Are there any of your songs which you would say do not come from an activist framework, activist point of view, activist motivation? Sure. Yeah, there's a few. Like what? Oh, like I do some love songs, like El Viento. My song El Viento that's on La Lucha is really, it's like a nod to my upbringing. I grew up listening to Afro-Cuban music because my father loved Afro-Cuban music. My mother being a musician, played tangos, boleros, balses, pasillos. So the love of traditional Latin American music kind of came out in my song El Viento and has surfaced in other songs. So that's a good example. It's not necessarily a protest song. It's really just recalling and respecting my roots. And El Viento has, I would say, sighing women's voices. <laughs> sighing. No, that's, that, cool. that's, not, that's not a good protest mode, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's more like hopefully soothing and calming, but also a reflection of my Latin roots. And more like in touch with nature, like I do have a connection with nature and and other songs as well, you know. People have already, from the couple songs that we've listened to already, know that El Huri and guitar go together like love and marriage, soup and salad, I don't know, just go together so well. This song, I noticed at a certain point, keyboards get a little highlighted. Is that you on keyboards or are you still staying with your guitar? 
El Viento, I played some keyboards, and I also had a great keyboardist playing there. But what you might also be hearing is the electric tres, which is playing the montuno, which traditionally is played on the piano. It's a Latin phrasing. It's called montuno, and that's what a, a tres or a piano usually play. But yes, El Viento has pian- traditional piano, too. And I played some of that and also had um, another musician who's amazing play piano as well. Maybe we could take a listen to El Viento and see if you can pick up that electric tres that I was mentioning. El Viento from La Lucha. Aquí te mueves con el bien 
some tender, heart-touching sounds from El Huri. It's called El Viento from her recording La Lucha, which was released back in 2016. So that song was from 2016, but the clip you just heard was from my Song of the Soul interview with Cecilia Alhuri two months before the pandemic became the central news of all of our lives. We'll have four more guests and excerpts from the first quarter of 2020 just shortly, but I need to remind you that this is Song of the Soul. NorthernSpiritRadio.org is our website, and the full original interviews with the seven guests we're featuring today are available on the website. But that's just a drop in the bucket when you consider that we've got more than 17 years of programs and links to the guests and lots more on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. And I'd love it if you'd post a comment on this show when you visit and then click on the support menu to provide the kind of financial underpinning needed for this kind of enduring work. You make it possible for us to avoid diluting our programs, something that would surely happen if we had to depend on corporations and government for donations. So please help keep us free of those influences by sending some money our way, but do that after you support your local community radio station. There's something like 45 of them carrying our Northern Spirit radio programs nationwide, and they need the help of you and your wallet and your hands. They are awesome, and you can help them continue that greatness. Now, let's head back to today's Song of the Soul glimpse into the essential elements of Song of the Soul just before the pandemic hit us in 2020. Next up is Patrice Webb in a program we called Heavenly Honky Tonkin Bar. When I asked her for the third song she wanted to share that day, her answer was related to that fundamental element, fire. Let's do a Mercury Rising Blues which isn't any of the styles that you mentioned just heretofore, blues. And this is a beautiful blues song that we're going to be listening to. But how did you get connected with blues? I've just always loved it. Yeah, and and in recent years, I've really gotten into a lot of fingerstyle blues, which is a lot of what I'm doing these days. Yeah, I've just always loved the genre, especially, you know, the acoustic stuff, you know, Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee, people like that, uh, Elizabeth Cotton, uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp is one of my hero, my sheroes, as I call her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that's always interesting to me, to speak to you and to listen to you sing frequently, I would say you're actually more sunny than blue. <laughs> it seems to bubble up out of your personality, this positiveness. So when you're doing a blues, you're not very blue. Well, but the blues isn't necessarily blue. That's kind of a misconception. In fact, B.B. King actually addressed that that issue. He says blues is not meant to be always sad it can be sad but it actually it can be very you know it's songs about love songs about just joyfulness of being alive i mean that's the blues basically and and of course the blues is the roots of everything that we that all of our american music comes from it gave birth to country to all of our forms of folk you know current forms of folk music and rock so it's not always about sad things it can get very racy some of the old blues tunes of the 20s and 30s were were very racy for the day i guess today they seem kind of quaint but it's not always sad music one of my sheroes one of my personal sheroes musically is holly near mm-hmm. i imagine you must know something about her since she grew up in ukiah area and that wasn't all that far from you and she wrote a song i, I loved her intro to it she says most of the blues that are written for women 
are you can beat me, abuse me, do everything, and I'll still be yours. Mm. She said that was a lot of women's blues, but she decided to write one, and so her song is called Get Off Me, Babe. <laughs> and and I have a feeling that you're willing to inject content in that goes beyond just the norm, just because of your lightheartedness. And I don't mean joking, I mean oriented towards the light. So Mercury Rising Blues, what's this about specifically? Well, I tend to kind of sometimes write songs about dreams I have. I have very vivid dreams, and I I keep a dream log by my nightstand because, you know, you forget dreams if you wake up and they're gone. Earlier that day, I'd been listening to NPR as I was driving, and it was a story about a televangelist preacher who basically was making millions of dollars and buying jets and building big homes. And I just started thinking about more or less the hypocrisy of that, you know, the fact that so much of, I think, what we should do in our spiritual journey is to try to help others. There's nothing wrong with having money, but when you're taking money that's meant for people to have, needy people to have. So then I went home and of course I went to bed and I had this dream in which I was a streetwalker and (laughs) literally and um, this televangelist preacher. And so the story kind of follows from there, you know, sort of what, and I always ask my audience when I sing it, who's more honest, the streetwalker or the televangelist preacher? That's the question you have to answer when you listen to the song. Well, you've got a question, folks, so let's listen in to Patrice Webb as she sings Mercury Rising Blues. Well, the mercury is rising and it's only half past ten. I missed the train to heaven and it won't come back again But I'm gonna leave this city Even if I have to crawl I'm gonna leave this city Before I take that final fall Well, I grew up in the country Where the grass is tall and green Couldn't stand the comfort, so I left at 17. I hitchhiked to the city with nothing but my name. I lost everything I had because I could not play the game. This preacher man, he told me that he could buy me out. I gave him all my money and he built himself a house He left me on the sidewalk, street walking for my pay And now that old preacher man, he just won't give the time of day Some they like to sin Some just pay the money And you know I just can't win They see my empty pockets And they line them with fool's gold So Lord, I'm walking 
walking down this highway And I've been bought and I've been sold And so the mercury is rising I'm leaving here today Cause the devil's dancing circles Round the boundaries of my grave But I'm gonna leave this city Even if I have to crawl I'm gonna leave this old city And let that preacher take the fall I'm gonna leave this old city Preacher man, take the fall. Ah, 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 already said, Patrice, that I love your music, and I hope everybody else loves Mercury Rising Blues as much as I do. That is from Patrice Webb's CD, Turning of the Page, released back in 2014. And she was my guest for Song of the Soul back in February 2020. And we're looking back on those times today, and I'm grabbing glimpses from those pre-pandemic shows. And I'm selecting portions somehow connected with fundamental elements. We got a fire-related song from Patrice Webb. And next up is banjo gal Donna Lynn Kasky, who reminds us that there's gold in the mud. One of the things about you that is surprising and wonderful and exciting, one of the reasons I wanted to reach out to you to have you as my guest, is because you're a banjo gal. I don't know how many banjo gals there are out there in the world, but that makes you special, I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, I'm definitely a fan of banjos. I know a a few other banjo-picking gals out there and around the world. We seem to be drawn to each other, or maybe it's like a support group, but it was brought home to me. I just did a songwriter event this weekend, and... You know, I was the only one carrying a banjo around, so I was instant variety among the, the pianos and the guitars. I love pianos and guitars. I just don't happen to know how to play them well. It's good to mix it up. And there's one other thing that I noted about you that I thought was everybody's going to rush now to their computers to check this out. You're also part of a calendar. <laughs> I saw a picture of you. I Not only did I notice you, but I noticed the six banjos behind you on the Banjo Babes calendar. Right. So that was fun. I took part in that for three years. It was a compilation album of women banjo players from all over the country and somewhat internationally as well. So that was fun. Like you said, there's a few of us banjo picking gals out there. Yeah, it was a neat sort of tongue in cheek pen up calendar. I think it may be on hiatus. I don't know if there was a 2020 edition because the songwriter banjo player who initiated that I believe she opened a a grocery store recently. So I think she's kind of gone on to other (laughs) entrepreneurial endeavors lately. But yeah, it was fun. Well, speaking of getting the music out there, let's start right away with your song of the soul. How do you want to start out, Donna Lynn? Well, let's start at the beginning. In a sense, the first song I wrote on banjo about 18 years ago now, a song called The Good News. Granted, 
you know, I eventually learned to play it a little more fancy than I did when I first wrote the song. I, I wrote the song when I'd been playing banjo of all about three months, but it's one that's still, you know, even after all that time, I'm not tired of playing it and people say they're not tired of hearing it. So the good news. It's by Donalyn Kasky here today for Song of the Soul, the good news. Why do we give it away? I've been told we have souls of gold. How I ache, how I ache. Pennant for gold and muddy water. by Donalyn Kasky is from her first album back in 2014 called Nameless Heart. 
and I interviewed her for Song of the Soul just a week or two before the pandemic shut so much of the nation down. We're revisiting those times back in 2020. With this program, I've got links to all of these full interviews, so you can also hear the other six songs that Don Linkowski shared on that program. Around that time, I also interviewed Terry Kitchen over in Boston. One of the songs he shared dealt with that interface of the elements of water and earth in the fifth of the six songs he shared that day. This is a song called Last Sandcastle Standing. Again, it it does feature some sort of that finger-picking guitar, which is really nice to have an instrument that, you know, is a pleasure to play. It makes me want to play it, which is nice. And then my friend Amy Malkoff is a very talented singer, and she put down some beautiful harmonies on it. And I, I feel like it's maybe the most lyrically kind of obscure song, but musically, we really wanted to get the feeling of someone sort of being able to fly and being able to leave this world and being able to sort of move on and, and look down. The main character in the song is a, is a seagull kind of looking down at the world. So this goes out to my friend Bill. Soft fall at a seagull's feet She stares out into green Dawn breaks on a white sand beach the perfect canvas for the day I don't want to be I don't want to be The last sandcastle standing I don't want to be I don't want to be The last sandcastle standing Stretch for miles for tails and shovels and copper tone tents. Can't hold back the tides. Oh, I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be the last sandcastle standing. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be. Sandcastle standing. Oh, 
I don't want to be I don't want to be The last sad castle standing Oh, I don't want to be I don't want to be The last sad castle standing Terry Kitchen is joining us today from Boston, Massachusetts, with his song Last Sandcastle Standing from his recent release, Next Time We Meet. His website, terrykitchen.com, the link's on nordenspiritradio.org. And that haunting song, he's accompanied there by Amy Malkoff on harmony and Jackie Damsey on violin, amongst the other wonderful musicians. And maybe it's an appropriate time to mention something about your name. I don't know how many people there are named Kitchen in the world. I'm Mark Helpsmeet, and there are only two of us, <laughs> myself and my wife, with that last name because we made it up when we got married. Terry Kitchen is not the name you grew up with. Could you say a little bit about where it came from? Sure. My given name is Max Pokrivchak, which, if you look at it on paper, has about 12 Slavic consonants all in a row. And it was kind of confusing for people. And when I played in a rock band, uh, when I played in Loose Ties, people only needed to remember the name of the band. So it was not a big deal. But then when I started performing as a solo artist, I would show up at a folk festival and the name would be misspelled in the program or on the marquee. And the DJs would go, that's Max. Uh, what's his name? And, you know, it, so it really wasn't helping get the music out there. And so I was thinking I just needed something that people could grasp a little quicker on, you know, on one listen. And I was reading a Kurt Vonnegut novel called Bluebeard. And there's a character in it who's an abstract expressionist painter named Terry Kitchen. And I thought, aha, it's already a household word kind of unique as a name. <laughs> and so I wrote to Kurt Vonnegut, and he sent me back a very nice postcard with one of his drawings on it, saying that he was pleased and amazed to be of use. So the past number of albums going back about 25 years now to 1995 have come out under the name Terry Kitchen. We talked to Terry back in early 2020. I'm tempted to say that it was a time of innocence of the pre-pandemic era, but that's not the reality of the times. Remember, it was in the last year of the Trump presidency, and there was a whole lot of turbulence in our lives before COVID arrived. Still, I hope this retrospective of Song of the Soul episodes of those couple months is rich for you. Seven of our Song of the Soul guests of early 2020, and I've picked out songs, not necessarily my favorites of those programs, but songs somehow touching on the essential elements like earth, air, water, and fire, and other needed ingredients to creation. We're ending this look back with the interview I did with Terry Holder, and that element that she brings to us is perhaps sleep, dreams, hope, or love. Take your pick. It was the final song of six she shared on that program that I called Angel Wings and Peter Pan. Links to them and all the other six guest excerpts we featured today are on northernspiritradio.org. I'll leave you with one more piece of 2020, but I'll be back next week. Here's Terry Holder. The magic about that is, is that you don't even know how your songs are touching other people. I mean, and that's, that's definitely my goal, to connect people 
with what I'm feeling from my songs. You know, I want to write from a place of compassion and I want other people to feel that through my songs and I hope they do. Well, maybe we can do one more act of connection for Song of the Soul. Can you give us your final song? So this is a song that I just wrote. I was up late one night getting ready to go to bed and I had my guitar doing something and then I decided I had to write this. Actually, I didn't have my guitar. I had my ukulele. So I have three daughters and between two daughters, I have eight grandchildren and the oldest is 21 and the youngest are three and they're twins. And I never, ever expected that I would have little grandkids again. And so that lived just like five miles down the road. And I truly get to be a hands-on grandmother. And I just had the most wonderful experience with my grandmother. And I'm so happy that I get to pass that on to my grandchildren, these little new Annie and Allie. And so naturally, I'm going to write a lullaby. And that's just it. I wrote them a lullaby and I I love it, but I think we all need lullabies. We all need to be lulled and not to be afraid. It's all going to be okay. And that's what this song's about. And so that's how we're going to conclude Terry Holder's Song of the Soul. The song is called Lullaby for Annie and Allie. I'm not sure where people can find it. I imagine Amazon, iTunes, all those places maybe have it. It's actually not out there yet. I'm going to put it on my website. So you got it here first, folks, (laughs) from Terry Holder. Again, her website is terryholder.com, T-E-R-R-Y-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. Any questions on that, always come via NordenSpiritRadio.org. Track down any of our guests and links to them. Terry, it's been so beautiful to get to know you. And I feel like, to some degree, I've got to know Jerry because I hear his heart singing through his guitar that he's been adding to all this music. Yeah, absolutely. So please thank him for me, for the beauty that he's brought, and take a big hug and big heap of appreciation and love to yourself for sharing your music, for being part of Healing of the World, and for joining me here today for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I I really, truly appreciate it, and sending love back to you as well. And hopefully we'll be in Wisconsin, and we'll actually meet face-to-face. We've got rooms here, and when you visit the Helps Meet household, you can sleep in the Dragon Room, which is its own form of beauty. Okay. (laughs) Please do come on by, and folks, we go out for Song of the Soul with Terry Holder with Lullaby for Annie and Allie. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's program. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Lullaby for Annie and Allie. Close your eyes, don't be afraid of the dark. Count the sheep, dancing to the beat of your heart. Drift off with the yawn, drift around with the stars and the moon You've got wings, so fly, it'll be morning soon There's so many places to go in a 
Drift off with the yawn Drift around with the stars and the moon Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.